Hey friends, you are listening to the Cheetah Print Chats podcast, and I am your host, Jenny. I'm in my mid-40s, child-free, but have three beautiful nieces. I'm a virtual fitness mentor, and I work full-time for a large agricultural company. I have gone through a lot in my life, good and not so good, but all of it has left me with a lot of life lessons that I want to share with you. So every week, I'll be sharing my experiences and pulling out those life lessons in hopes that you'll be able to learn something from me that benefits your life. Let's chat. What's up, cheetah print chatters? Today I want to talk about energy and your inner circle. So have you ever been somewhere and there was one person who just lit up the room and another person that put out bad vibes so like you didn't want to be around them? That is energy, and it really matters, your own energy and that of those around you. My Friends fans, tune in here, Friends, the TV show. If you don't watch Friends, I'll give you some real-life examples of what I mean here in just a minute, but for my Friends fans, you've definitely seen the episode where everyone goes to London for Ross's wedding. Joey and Chandler are out doing some sightseeing, and Joey is super pumped about it. He's got his map to get in, he's got his London hat, he's got the camera, he's excited. Then there's stank face Chandler, who is being grumpy Gus all day long, bringing the mood way down, he won't get in the map, he won't wear the hat, he's not smiling in pictures. Luckily in this case, Joey is not brought down. But eventually, Chandler goes back to his room to sulk, and Joey goes on to see all the sights and meet famous people and get cool pictures and memories. By the way, I love Friends, so this won't be the last reference to that show. But in this scenario, you definitely can just see the difference in Joey and Chandler's energy. And that happens in real life too. So for those of you who don't watch Friends, think about being at a party. Who are you more drawn to? Don't say the dog, because I know those of you who are like me definitely gravitate to the dog. (laughs) But for this example, we have to talk to people. So there's one person that is chatting with everyone, they're smiling, maybe telling jokes and making people laugh. Then in the corner, someone is sitting there with crab face, kind of just glaring at everyone, not having a good time. Who would you want to be around? Who would be easier to approach? Or maybe you're at a work event. Many of you have been kind of sucked in by the hardships of day-to-day work or leadership, not listening to anything you say. Your norm is hanging out in the break room complaining. Then the new guy walks in. He's happy, he's excited. He's got some new views on ways to work smarter versus harder. He hasn't been jaded yet. (laughs) What happens is when you surround yourself with the complainers and those with a victim mindset, meaning they believe everything bad happens to them and they can't do anything about it and won't even try, you get sucked down. Your energy is drained and you close your mind. But when you're with new guy, his energy raises yours. You're a little excited about work again, about new ideas. Your mind opens up and you start to see new ideas yourself and you're seeing solutions to issues you didn't see before. When you're with new guy or gal, you have better days at work. Start paying attention when you are out in a group. You'll notice, unless you're the one spilling out all that nasty negative energy, that you gravitate towards the people with a higher vibe, the ones that seem happy. And I'm not talking about someone with like way too high of energy. I mean, like that's great for sure. But when you are a tad introverted, that's a lot to handle. (laughs) 
but still as introverts, we don't love being around someone who complains all night long and is woe is me or finds fault in everything. The people you surround yourself with matters. I mentioned this briefly in my episode about depending on yourself versus other people, which aired way back in April, but I'll link it in the show notes for you. But I've been thinking about this a lot more lately, and that's why I wanted to dive deeper. It has been proven time and time again that you become who you who <laughs> who you surround yourself with, the closest five people actually in your world. It's been said if those five people do drugs, you'll be the sixth. If those five people work out, you'll be the sixth. If those five people blame the world for their problems and play the victim, you'll be the sixth. And uh, if those five people take control of their lives and work to grow and improve, you'll be the sixth. Do you want to be in a room where people complain and talk about other people? Or do you want to be in a room where people are trying to better themselves and talking about goals and dreams and better lives? I would say probably the latter. Who are your five people? What do you see in your inner circle? You may not think you're being influenced by them, but you are. Another thing to think about is if your inner circle, or anyone really, is holding you back from achieving your goals, or holding you back from pushing towards a better life, or they're not challenging you to improve and grow. Are they letting you stay as is because they're more comfortable doing the same and they don't want to be left behind? Are they trying to talk you out of some big scary goals that you're excited about because they think it'll change your relationship? I'm a virtual fitness mentor, so I'm gonna give you an example of something I see quite a bit and have for the history that I've been in fitness. I used to be a personal trainer way back in the day. It happened then too. So two friends both want to lose weight. One of them is ready to do something about it. The other is not. So friend one, let's call her Sally, is trying to eat more vegetables, drink more water, walk more, and eat out less. Friend two, we'll call her Susie, isn't ready to make any changes, but she's afraid if Sally loses weight, she'll be the fat friend, or Sally may not want to hang out with her anymore. So Susie brings Sally treats and sugary coffee drinks and candy. She asks her to go out to dinner and tells her it's okay to eat the fried meal with no veggies just this once, which by the way, That is okay, but what is not okay is that Susie is trying to sabotage Sally in this situation. Susie may also tell her friend Sally that her new trainer was talking bad about her, so she stops going to her. I know, this Susie is not a good friend. She's doing it for selfish reasons, but she's not seeing how much she's hurting Sally, and I get that, but Sally is not going to have much luck getting to her goals sticking with Susie. But ideally, they could help each other. They both make changes together, cheer each other on, go walk together, do some exercise videos together, join a gym together. When they go out to eat, they challenge each other to at least get one vegetable with their meal. Both of them are gonna have much better results. But it doesn't always work like that. This can happen at work too. So for another example, maybe you've got a coworker that talked to you out of going for a promotion because they didn't wanna get left behind. Have you ever had that happen? I know some of you have. Or worse, they tell your boss lies about your work so you don't get the promotion. They're not gonna get stuck back in their role when you're moving on. And it may not be about them not wanting anything good for you, it's just that they don't wanna be left behind and alone. So they sabotage you. Just think about it. Do you feel like you're being held back? 
Is it because those closest to you don't believe in you? Or because they don't believe that they can help themselves, so they don't believe anyone can help themselves? Do your people support you when you want to grow or change? Or do they talk you out of it because it makes them uncomfortable? Or because they're afraid they're going to lose you? And I know some of you may be thinking, if it's proven so much that other people affect and influence everyone else so much, show us. Cite some articles. But I don't really need to, and you know that. First of all, Google it. But second, and more important, and be really honest here, how many times have you acted differently around different people? I've done it. Some people just bring out different things in us, whether we want it to happen or not. Shoot, I lived with a girl from Argentina in college and we even picked up each other's accent. I've been around people who complain a lot and all of a sudden I'm complaining, even though I normally try to see the positive in most situations and it bums me out when I realize I'm doing it. And at that time, like I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go home as soon as possible to get away from that energy because I feel myself being sucked into it and I don't like it. I've also been around people where I feel like I can truly be myself and be loud and be funny because they are being their true selves. Like it or not, people rub off on us and we rub off on others. This is not a one-way street. I wanna give you a couple more examples. We are going to drive this point home today. So my fiance and I watch the show Intervention a lot where someone is hooked on drugs or alcohol and their families hold an intervention for them to get them off to treatment. When someone goes to rehab to stop drinking or doing drugs, they are advised to stay in rehab for months. And then when they're done, they're advised to live with other people who are drug-free or sober. And then many are even advised to not move home. They're advised to move somewhere else and they can only go home just to visit because that is where their old life is. And it's easy to fall back into old habits, especially when their circle is still doing it. So they're advised to avoid their inner circle and even their old environment forever. I know that is an extreme example, but hopefully you can see my point. And here's another one from my workout crew. Have you ever seen someone smiling doing jump lunges? <laughs> I did it just the other day and it drove this whole energy thing home on another level because I do not like, I do not like jump lunges. Anyway, the trainer on my video was super high energy as was the cast. They were working really hard, but still the trainer had some jokes. So in the middle of this workout with a move I hate, I was smiling. There are other times when it gets really tough to keep going and the trainer comes through with the exact message you need to hear. For example, the other day he said, I know this is hard. You chose this program because you needed a challenge. The world tries to keep you down every day. Don't let yourself down today. There were a lot of other choice words because this trainer cusses, which honestly adds to the high energy in my opinion, but if you don't cuss, there is a clean version. But anyway, have you ever been in a workout class or doing a workout video and you're really being pushed, like you're thinking about quitting, but the trainer and or the rest of the class is also really pushing themselves? It makes you wanna keep going. Don't lie, it does. <laughs> that is the energy in the room affecting you. Whether it be virtual or in person, the energy needs to be there. And then think about this as a workout example in a different way. Imagine two people doing the same workout class at the gym. One of them shows up ready to go. They drink their pre-workout, their hair is pulled back, they're ready to work. The other shows up with their hair down, their pre-workout isn't even mixed yet, their shoes aren't on, so they're getting ready and they miss the warm up. The first person heads to the front of the class to get form cues and feel the energy from the instructor while the other stays in the back so they're not seen. 
Then the first person does every move as best they can and modifies when needed, while the other slacks off a little and doesn't put in much effort at all. Both people are doing the same class, but only one is really going to benefit from it. This is a little different as far as energy goes. It's more about the energy you put into something versus being negative or positive. I mean, kind of. If I was in that class, I'd want to be up front with the person doing the work who's excited about the class. But either way, your energy in all situations is really important. And other people can feel it. Just like you're affected by others' energy, they are affected by yours. So show up and be the light. I mentioned the people you surround yourself with matters. I mentioned those five people in your inner circle. Think about what's happening there with them, with you. I'm not asking you to move away from home or ditch your family and your friends. I'm just saying to be aware. Open your eyes to what may be going on that you didn't see before today. Thank you so much for being here with me today. If you loved this episode, please leave me a review and invite your friends to chat with us by sharing this podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. They'll drop every Wednesday. As always, reach out anytime. You can find me on Instagram at Jenny302, that's J-E-N-I and the numbers 302, or you can email me at cheetahprintchats at gmail.com. I can't wait to chat more with you.